Praise God. Hallelujah. Beloved, this is Cornerstone Deliverance Church, and this is our weekly Bible study that we have on Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Amen. We welcome you, amen, to this discipleship course. Amen. And we even give you the website where you can peruse and and be blessed by um, the other things that the Holy Spirit has released through CSCC. That website is www.cornerstonedeliverancechurch.com. Praise God. Um, Praise God. Sister Johnson, I'm going to ask that you open us up in prayer. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Father, we bless you, God. We honor you, God. We magnify your name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Tonight, God, we come just to lift your name up on how, God. We come to lift you up, to give you glory, to give you honor and praise just for who you are, oh, God. You are great and awesome, God. There is none like unto you, God. And we ask that you would just have your way, Holy Spirit. Whatever needs to be done, whatever you want to say to us, Give us ears to hear, O oh God, and let us not only hear your word, O oh God, but help us to be doers of your word, O oh God, as your word comes forth tonight. Anoint the woman of God that she would move by the Spirit, God, and be led of the Spirit in everything that she say and do, O oh God. God, just have your way, O oh God. We yield to the Holy Spirit's leading tonight. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Exceeding grace and glory upon your life, woman of God. Amen. Beloved, tonight we are continuing the study of the gifts of the Spirit. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. And it is the gifts, G-I-F-T-S, of the Spirit. Amen. And that's one Spirit, and that's the Holy Ghost. Amen. Praise God. And the gifts of the Spirit are divine abilities given to specific members in the church to provide knowledge, strength, and encouragement to the body. They are actions, works, and deeds external. These gifts are not to be used for self-gratification, um, self-advancement, or personal glory. They are designed to bless others. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And so, beloved, we have to move in alignment with um, God's word when, or with his intent, I should say, because his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. They are higher than ours. Amen. Amen. And they are to be used to bless others. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, beloved, we was looking at the gift of this of revelation. We looked at we looking at the gifts of revelation, the gift of utterance, the gift of power. Amen. And the gift of revelation is the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, discerning the spirit. The gifts of utterance is prophecy, diverse kinds of tongues, interpretations of tongues. And the gift of power is faith, gift of healing, and working of miracles. Amen. And we went through those, and right now what we're studying is the gift of utterance. And the gift of utterance means to speak gifts. Amen. Beloved, if you have noise in your background, if you're moving around, just mute it so that um, we don't hear the interruption um, through the recording. Thank you. The gift of utterance, the to speak gift, amen, one of them is the gift of prophecy, the gift of prophecy. 
an anointed prop the gift of prophecy is an anointed utterance from God that can be either a foretelling or a foretelling. Amen. It's an anointed utterance from God that can be either a foretelling or a foretelling. Foretelling is to proclaim, exhort, or announce a message under the inspiration of God. When we preach, teach, or witness and testify to others, we are in essence foretelling or prophesying. Amen. Praise God. And so sometimes um, people don't know that when you're reading scripture that has been God-breathed under the unction of the Spirit, you are prophesying. Amen. The reading the scripture, the teaching the scripture, the witnessing, amen, concerning uh, what it is that God has done in your life, or witnessing concerning the word of God you are foretelling, amen, that is called prophecy. Foretelling, on the other hand, is to proclaim or announce an event that has not yet occurred. This type of prophecy is to foretell and proclaim prognosticate future situations. In Acts 21, 9 through 12, we read of a prophet in the church named Agabus who foretold by the power of the Holy Ghost what would happen to Paul if he journeyed to Jerusalem. Beloved, let's pull up Acts 21, 9 through 12. Let's read that really quick. I want you all to see the foretelling. Amen. Praise God. And we're going to find here that when we encourage people with the word of God, we are prophesying. Amen. That's called foretelling. Amen. The word of God holds a weight of glory. It's full of his spirit and his faith. Amen. Praise God. The word of God is power. And we want you to see the word of God as power. Amen. It's not empty. It's full of provision. So Acts 21, amen, and we're going from 9, verses 9 through 12. Do anyone have it? I have it. Can you read it, Brother Golden? Yes, how you doing? Bless, bless you, man of God. Bless everyone on the line. Uh, blessings for everyone. Uh, praise the Lord for all of here tonight on, um, who are here in Bible study. And praising the Lord in his name. Amen. We have Acts Acts chapter 21, verses, and we read in verses 9 through 12. Yes, I have it. Okay. Acts 21, uh, verse 9 through 12. And Mm -hmm. the same man had four daughters, virgins, which did prophesy. And as we tarried them... As, and as we tarried there many days, there came down from Judea a certain prophet named Agabus. And when he w- was come unto us, he took Paul's girdle and bound his own hands and feet and said, Thus saith the Holy Ghost, so shall the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man that owneth this girdle and shall deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. And when... We heard these things, both we and they of that place, besought him not to go up to Jerusalem. 
Now, finish reading because I want us to hear Paul's answer. Then Paul answered, what mean ye to then Paul answered, What mean ye to weep and to break mine heart? For I am ready not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. And when he would not be persuaded, we ceased, saying, The will of the Lord be done. And after those days, we took up our carriages and went up to Jerusalem. There went with us also certain of the disciples of Caesarea, and brought with them one Nansen of Cyprus, an old disciple with whom we should lodge. And when we were Amen, we're gonna we're gonna stop there. All right. Okay, so Agabus he prophesied the death of Apostle Paul, amen. But Apostle Paul did not love his life to the death. Amen. Praise God. He said that he was willing to die for the preaching of the gospel. Amen. Praise God. And, beloved, we have to be willing not just to die to self, but to literally, if it took it, to not to die, deny Christ. Amen. Praise God. And to proclaim him to the end. Amen. And so amen. we saw here in – amen. Praise God. And so we saw here in Acts chapter 21, verses 9 through 12, amen, that the prophet Agabus, he prophesied. And in his prophesying, he foretold, amen, something that was going to happen in the future, and it came to pass. Amen. Praise God. And so we know that prophecy can be a foretelling or a foretelling. Amen. Praise God. We do not want you to be ignorant to the gift of the Spirit. Amen. The gift of prophecy in both its foretelling and foretelling manifestation is broken in the common language of the Pacific Church to whom the prophecy is being directed. Amen. And that means that, beloved, language is a gateway. Amen. Praise God. If the people do not understand your tongue, amen, praise God, or if it is not revealed to them by way of the Holy Ghost, you cannot reach the people. Amen. Praise amen. God. And so when prophecy comes forth for edification or comfort or whatever it's coming forth for, it should be spoken in the tongue of the people. Amen? Amen. First Corinthians, amen. Amen. True prophecy is always consistent and harmonious with the word of God. It never replaces or contradicts or diminishes the Bible. All prophecy is being, all prophecy is subject to and subordinate to the word of God and never supersedes authentic doctrinal teaching or spiritual leadership. Amen. Praise God. And so we have to be mindful, amen, when prophecy comes forth. The Bible teaches us that the content and the source of the, of the prophetic word should be judged. Amen. Praise God. You don't just get something and just blurt it out without it being measured. Amen. The the Bible says, let the prophet speak two or three, amen, at a time. And it said, let the others judge. That's what the Bible says. The gift of prophecy, the gift of prophecy when used properly brings edification, exhortation, and comfort to the church. Beloved, there's too much going on in the background. Please read your phone. Thank you. First Corinthians chapter 14, 
um, verses 3 and 5 says, But he that prophesieth speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. Amen. So the word of God is testifying concerning um, why prophecy comes. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. So that's when you're in your prayer language. But he that prophesieth edifieth the church. He said, Apostle Paul said, I would that ye all spake with tongues, but rather that ye prophesied. For greater is he that prophesieth than he that speaketh with tongues, except, except he interpret that the church may receive edifying. Amen. So can anyone tell me why the Apostle Paul is saying here, better is he that prophesieth than he that speaks in tongues? He's saying because the people can understand it. Amen. Amen. The, pe- the people can understand it. And when we speak in tongues, we are edifying ourselves. That's self-edification. Yeah. But when you are in the body of believers, it's okay to edify yourself, but it's best that everybody be edified, that everybody be exalted. See, that you can build yourself up in your private time. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I'm not saying that this does not take place in the church. I'm not saying that because I do speak in tongues. Amen. Praise God. And it does not always come with an interpretation because it is for the edifying of me. Sometimes in the midst of praise and worship, I am being edified. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. But but if we want the church to be comforted and and the church to be exhorted, amen, praise God. It should be spoken, it should be prophecy spoken in a language that they can understand, and that's for their exhortation, for their edification, and for their comfort. So it's better to exhort and to comfort and to edify the church than just to build yourself up. Amen? These gifts are coming to help the church. Amen? Praise God. The gift of prophecy edifies the church, 1 Corinthians 14.4. It teaches and comforts the church, 1 Corinthians 14.31, and can be used to bestow spiritual gifts upon others, 1 Timothy 4.14. Amen. Let us read 1 Timothy 4.14 because I believe that was when the Apostle Paul told him um, to stir up the gift that is on the inside. Amen. As a matter of fact, we could read them all. Let's read 1 Timothy 4.14 first. And that says, do not neglect the gift you have, which was conferred on you through the prophetic word with the imposition of hands of the presbyteriate, of the pres, of the pres, Presbyterian, diligent in these matters, be absorbed in them so that your progress may be evident to everyone. Now, I'm going to read it. I'm looking for it in the KJV. Beloved, let me give it to you in the KJV. Okay. The KJV says, neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Amen? 
And thus it in the KJV. Do anyone have First Corinthians fourteen four? And so that was evidence. See what we in prophecy you have to try the spirit by the in prophecy you have to measure the prophecy by the word of God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. When when the Bible tells us to when the Bible tells us to um, let them prophesy two or three at a time and let the other judge. What you're judging with prophecy is the source of the prophecy. Did it come forth, was it God breath? Did it come forth as an inspiration of the Holy Ghost? Because there's other spirits out there, amen? And the prophecy comes forth through one spirit. This is one spirit that is working through us all, amen? So we want to make sure that the source, of the word is correct, amen, because we did learn that in, in, in another Bible study that the wrong spirit can speak the right thing, amen, praise God. When yeah. she was saying in Acts 16 that these are the men that, of, of God that come to show us the way to salvation, she was telling the truth, amen, praise God, and she was prophesying. Did you hear that? She was prophesying. The wrong spirit was saying the right thing. But even though it was prophecy and even though it was true, it was the wrong spirit. And so, beloved, the source must be judged and the content that is spoken must be judged. Amen? Praise Amen. God. And so we want, we want to be mindful of that. Amen? We have to constantly try the spirit by the spirit. Praise God. Amen. 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 And so let us read. Did anyone read First Corinthians fourteen four? Uh, did you do you want First Timothy? No, I want First Corinthians chapter fourteen uh, verse four. Okay, okay. Right, go ahead. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies himself, but he that prophesies edifies the church. Beloved, this is why we tell you to pray in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Praise God. Even Amen. sometimes in prayer, pray violently in the Holy Ghost. Build yourself up. Because even though you may not understand what you are saying, it is for the edifying of you. Amen. Praise God. The Holy Spirit prays for you. But him that prophesies edifies the church. And so Apostle Paul was saying it is better to edify the whole body than to just edify one part of the body, amen? And so amen. we are one member of a many-member body, amen? Praise God. Hallelujah, amen. Jesus. Amen. amen. And this is why it's important that we comfort one another, that we exhort one another, amen? Praise God, that we edify one another. It is important that we do that, amen? It is important that we, that, that we strengthen one another, Praise God, even through the word. When someone is down and we encourage them through the word and their spirits is uplifted or when they find themselves at a crossroad and don't know which way to take and God bring you in to minister his word, what are you doing? You are prophesying. That is the foretelling. Amen? Praise God. Not the foretelling, but the foretelling of that which have already been revealed. Amen? Praise God. Because the prophetic spirit of God, which is the Holy Ghost, he revealed the written word. Amen? Amen. 
Amen, beloved. And so we want you to know that you do prophesy. Praise you. God do use you. Amen. When you are willing and when you are able and willing to be used by God. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Beloved, we should not just be studying the word for ourselves, but when we are strengthened through what it is that we study, the Holy Ghost will begin to draw other people to us that we can strengthen them too. Amen. Praise God. It is, it, it is one new man. We have to encourage one another, strengthen one another, amen, to comfort one another. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And so 1 Corinthians 14.31, what does that say? 14.31? Yes. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 31. So we see the gift of prophecy edifies the church. We found that in... 1 Corinthians 14.4, and in 1 Timothy 4.14, we saw and that it can be used to bestow spiritual gifts upon others. Amen? Mm-hmm. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to read 1 Corinthians 14.31. Okay. For ye may all prophesy one by one, that mm-hmm. all may learn and all may be comforted. Amen. Praise God. So we can learn through the prophesying, amen, and we can be comforted through the prophesying. We can be edified through the prophesying, amen, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Although the gift of prophecy has been misused and abused from time to time, it is, necess- it is a necessary ministry in the church, and we are exalted to despise not prophesying. 1 Thessalonians 5, 20 through 21, what does that say? First Thessalonians 5, what? 20 through 21. Despise not prophesying. Prove all things. Hold fast to that which is good. Despise not prophesying. Amen. Praise God. Beloved, listen, it's a way that we are supposed to receive God's wisdom. Amen. Or his, or his prophetic instruction. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And the way that we receive it is that we ought to carry it out because prophecy is meant to be walked out. Amen. And we need to respond to God. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Everything Amen. that comes forth, as prophecy, things has been prophesied to me, and I didn't get it right away. Amen. Praise God. I had to Amen. ask God for wisdom concerning it. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Through Amen. prophecy, I learned one time that I really didn't know what I wanted. Amen. Praise God. But the way the question was posed to me, it made me get in the, in the face, in the presence of God, and, and, and say to him, I had to boast of my weakness. Lord, I really do not know what I want. And I said, God, what do I want? Amen. Praise God. And he said, Amen. fidelity, trust, truth, responsibility, and accountability. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And that, those, those, those five things was the furthest from my mind. Sometimes we really don't know what we want. We don't even know what we need. But it must Amen. be revealed to us by God. Amen. Because he knows where he is taking us. He knows the, 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 he knows the, the before, he knows the now, and he knows the to come. Amen? 
Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. And so we cannot be afraid to say we don't know what we want or we don't know where we're going. We know that we're walking in the Holy Ghost. We know that we're walking by faith. Amen. Praise God. But there's times when we want clarity. Lord, what is it am I to do? Amen. Praise God. The Holy Amen. Spirit, amen, praise God. Sometimes you can engage the Holy Ghost in what to wear. Amen, praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. I remember there was a time, and I gave this testimony before, I was going up to, to the Rite Aid, and I was going to wear these sweatpants. Praise God. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and the Holy Ghost told me, don't put those sweatpants on. He sure enough did, and I, mm-hmm. and I did not put them on either. I put on my dress. I put on my skirt. Amen. Praise God. And when I got up to that right aid, who was at the right aid? One of the mothers of the church, Mother Easton. Amen. And I said, my God, my God, Mother Easton wouldn't have never let me live this down. Amen. You don't want your clothing to be a stumbling block to nobody. Amen. Praise God. And I got up there with my long dress on, Mother Easton said, and you look so holy, too. It, it look, look so holy, really nice, you know, and, and that's how Mother Ethan talked to me. I said, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, you know, praise God, because you don't want to be a stumbling block to nobody. Listen, if the Holy Spirit is leading you in colors to will, what to will, whatever, obey him, obey Amen. him, praise God. Amen. Amen. He could have told someone that the woman in white and black, and this is, she's going to have a white and black, this is what she's going to do for you today. Amen. You don't know what God has spoken. It is important for God is speaking to all his people. It is important for us to be in step and in stride with him. Amen. Praise God. Even in the service, I should not have to speak to the psalmist and tell the psalmist what my message is. Because there's only one spirit. If we are both being inspired by the spirit, if she spent time with him, amen, or he spent time with him, amen, prior to the service, amen, we're going to be in step in his stride. And that's what happens at Cornerstone Deliverance Church. Praise God. Amen. How do we stay in tune? Get in tune with the spirit. Amen. Praise God. One spirit, the Holy Ghost, working through us all. Isn't that right? Amen. Amen. Amen, praise God. And if you're going to be in tune with your leader, you have to stay in his place, praise God. I remember once God had told me, one of the members, he told me to tell her to pay her tithe, amen. And when I was about to open up my mouth to obey him, amen, praise God, she jumped up and she said, Apostle, God told me to pay my tithe. I bust out laughing. I said, well, thank you, Jesus, because she hears from the Lord. I said, Lord, thank you for sparing me. Hallelujah. Amen. Because it's not always so easy just to speak what God says. Amen. You are concerned about who you're speaking it to and, and how they're going to receive it. Amen. Praise God. But it's better to obey God than to obey man. Amen. And what God was showing me that when he spoke to me, he had already spoken to her. Amen. And she beat me to it. She got up and she testified. <laughs> she got up and she testified. I said, well, praise God. She hears from the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen? Amen. And Amen. that is a way that God will reveal to you that his people is hearing. Amen? Praise God. We are listening to hear that you hear. 
Amen? This is why we ask for you to share throughout the service. We want to see who is really hearing from the Spirit, who's connected to the Spirit. Amen? The Word of God says, Jesus says that my sheep will hear my voice, and they will follow me, and another voice they will not follow. You have to be cultivated to hear the voice of God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Amen, praise God. Hearing is important. Amen? This is why there is confusion. When one is hearing from God and another one isn't, that, that, that would cause some confusion, wouldn't it? Amen, praise God. Yeah. Amen. We have to open up ourselves to hear. Amen? Look to hear. Look for his voice. Listen for his voice. Amen? And I believe the more you obey the voice, the louder the voice gets. Amen? If you ever heard the voice of God clearly, and then when you start grieving the spirit with your disobedience, you can hear that voice get faint. Amen? Praise God. You don't want that voice to get faint. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But obedience makes it clear. Amen? Amen. And that's, that's something that I lived. I can tell you that I'm testifying to that because that's something that I lived. Beloved, backsliding starts in the heart. Amen. If you're backsliding, your tongue, have anyone had a prayer language and a prayer language actually changed over time? Amen. Right. And so, yes, you, God, God will shift your prayer language, especially mm-hmm. after, as you hit different rims in the spirit. Your prayer language will change. But, you know, mm-hmm. when, you, when you are backsliding, your prayer language shifts back. Mm-hmm. You go backwards. Amen. Praise God. That that, that's, that's a sign to you. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. You know, nobody want to be backsliding. Amen. Amen. The gift of, of prophecy edifies the church. Amen. And we read that although although the gift of prophecy has been misused and abused from time to time, it is necess- it is a necessary ministry in the church. And so, listen, we are accountable for the gift that has been given unto us. Amen. We don't want to misuse and abuse the prophecy. Prophecy has been misused and abused, too, because there's prophets for prophets. You can't pay for the prophetic word. Even though in the Bible they have said that they have taken gifts to the prophet. They have taken gifts to the prophet. You don't go before the man of God without a gift. But that's an honor. And you're not just honoring him. You're honoring God. You're honoring the spirit of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. This is why Elijah did not take Naaman gifts. Y'all know who Naaman is, right? God healed healed Naaman from leprosy at a time when when Jews was dying with leprosy, but God healed Naaman. He healed Naaman from leprosy, and Naaman wanted to pay for his healing. Mm -hmm. So Elijah turned his gift down, turned it down, would not take it. Because he was given in the wrong spirit. Salvation is free, beloved. You can't pay for salvation. Your riches cannot get you in right standing with God. Amen? Praise God. You will die with your riches trying to buy right standing. Righteousness can't be brought. Jesus paid for your righteousness when he shed his blood at the cross. Righteousness cannot be brought. 
Amen. Your faith has to be in God's plan for salvation in order for you to get right standing. Amen. And so he denied that gift. Amen. Praise God. But Naaman had his healing. But Elijah, Elijah, I said Elijah, I should have said Elisha. Amen. Elisha was the servant of Elijah, and Gehazi was the servant of Elisha. So Elisha had a double portion of Elijah's anointing. And when Elisha denied the gift, his servant went after the gift. You see that? When the servant, if, 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 if who you serve do not engage, you should not engage. Did you see that? He denied the gift, but the servant went after the gift because the servant, let us read that. Let us go there for a minute. Okay. Amen. Let us pull up, let us pull up Naaman, Naaman being healed of leprosy. I want you all to see this for yourself. See, but Naaman, um, Gehazi, he had a few problems. He, he was the servant of Elisha. He could, could not do none of his miracles. Let's go to 2 Kings 5. Mm-hmm. He couldn't do none of his miracles, but he's a servant. Amen. The anointing on, on who you serve should be on you. Amen. Listen, that, that, anointing, the, that anointing flows downhill. Amen. Praise God. Amen. The anointing flows downhill, beloved. We, in, we, we hear in um, 2 Kings 5, and we want to read all of this. We want to read all of this. When you up under a mantle, when you're sitting up under the mantle, this is why, let me put it this way. When Saul came into the company of the prophet, he prophesied. And I'm speaking about King Saul, not Apostle Paul. When King Saul, mm-hmm. the first king of, of Israel, came into a company of prophets that was prophesying, the mantle and the anointing was so strong that when he came into their company, he too prophesied. Mm-hmm. You see that? Mm-hmm. That don't make you a prophet because you prophesied. The, act, the spirit of prophecy was already working. You moved up under a mantle or in an atmosphere where prophecy was taking place. And, it, and the spirit of prophecy moved upon you. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So let us go to 2 Kings um, 5 because they wondered, is Saul a prophet? But no, Saul wasn't a prophet. But he moved into the atmosphere, amen, up under that mantle. He came into the company of prophets, and he couldn't do nothing but prophesy. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we in 2 Kings 5 now, and it says, who wants to read? I can read. Amen. Amen. So can you read from 1 to 15? And woman of God, can you read from 15 down to 27? Sure. 
And beloved, okay. while you're reading, while you're reading, what are you doing? When you're reading this word, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> trying to see how it relates to me. Prophesying. You're pro- there you go. You're prophesying. You're prophesying. You- Listen, let, let the Spirit inspire you. I'm not, I'm not talking about any old Spirit. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost. Let the Holy Ghost inspire you. Use me, Lord. Amen. This Amen. word has already been God's breath. This word contains his faith and his creative power. Amen. Amen. Praise God. When you read the word of God, you are prophesying. It's an honor to read the word of God. Amen. Amen. When you read the word of God, you are edifying, exhorting, and comforting the body. Amen. Praise God. You are serving the kingdom when you read the word of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If you stand up in a supermarket and say, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life, what are you doing? Prophesying. Prophesying. Prophesy, baby, prophesy. We want you prophesying. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You too can prophesy. Amen. Amen. Go ahead and read, Brother Golden. All right. Um, I'm going to read Second Kings chapter 5, verses 1 through 14. Mm-hmm. All right, starting at uh, verse 1. Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master and honorable because he, by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man of valor, but he was a leper. And mm-hmm. the Syrians had gone out by company and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid, and she waited on Naaman's wife. And she said unto her mistress, Would God, my Lord, were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him for his leprosy. Mm-hmm. And went in and told his Lord, saying, Thus and thus said the maid that is of the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go to go, and I will send a letter unto the king of Israel. And he departed and took with him ten talents of silver and six thousand pieces of gold and ten changes of raiment. Mm-hmm. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, saying, Now when this letter is coming to thee, behold, I have therewith sent Naaman my servant to thee, that Thou mayest recover him of his leprosy. And the king of Israel had read the letter that he read his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and to make alive that this man doth sit unto me to recover a man of his leprosy? Wherefore, consider, I pray you, and see how he seeketh a call against me. I want you to stop right there, Amanda. God, I want you to stop right there. You see, beloved, the king spoke to the king. You see that? Mm-hmm. The king could not send a letter to the prophet of God, but kings do deal with kings. Amen? Praise God. Even though the king is not God and he cannot give life, but the young servant girl said that there is a man of God, a prophet. Amen? Praise God. She didn't yeah. say there is a king. She said there is a man of God, a prophet. And so the king know that there's order. He did not send 
I love this. He did not send his, his, his commander, amen, to the prophet that was under this king's regime. He went to the king. Amen? Praise amen. God. But what he don't understand is that the king is not in control of the prophet. God is. Amen? Go ahead and continue to read. <laughs> and it was so when Elisha, the man of God, had heard that the king of Israel had rent his clothes, and he said to the king, saying, Wherefore well, has not rent thy clothes? Let him come now to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elijah. And Elijah sent a messenger to him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. But Naaman was wroth and went away and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand and call the name of the Lord his God and strike his hand over the place to recover the leper. Please stop right there. Please stop right there. Naaman wanted a whole show. He wanted a circus. Amen. Beloved, all you got to do is hear the word of God and obey it. Hear the word of God and walk out prophecy. That's all you have to do. Stop looking for a big sign, a big kaboom, a big this, a big that. It ain't no circus. This ain't no show. Hallelujah, Jesus. All this is is the move of the Spirit. And the Spirit is moving through your faith in his word. Amen. Praise God. You can be healed if you would just have faith in the word that God has already spoke. Amen. We're looking for something crazy to happen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes we sit in places and we say, why is this place dead? Amen. But if you heard the word of God read in that place, the word ain't dead. So what is it? Amen. Praise God. Is it, is it the place dead or is your faith dead? Amen. Praise God. Because there's nothing wrong with the word of God. I can sit anywhere and I'm going to get something. Amen. Praise God. If they are speaking the word, if they read the word, I'm going to get something. If they didn't preach it right but read it right, I'm going to get something. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Because faith activated in the word, the power is in the word. You have to unlock the provision of grace, the provision of healing, the provision of of whatever it is that God is releasing. Your faith has to be able to unlock that. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So we have to stop looking for all of these big shows and people coming down from the ceiling. No, don't be looking for that. Unlock your faith. Grab hold of the word with your faith. Amen. Praise God. Don't be like Naaman. The, the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they was, they, the Bible called them a wicked generation looking for a sign. After all of the miracles that Jesus had done, they were still looking for a sign. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. If the church is dead, you'll be alive. God may sit you someplace that the church come alive through your praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I remember one time we went to this church over here in Edenton. Amen. And uh, we got there just in time for the Holy Communion. And as I took the body and the blood, hallelujah, just from taking the body and the blood, it made me speak in tongues. Hallelujah. And so this church was quiet. You can hear a pin drop. But as I took the body and the blood, the Holy Spirit bubbled up and quickened me, praise God. And the pastor said, all right. 
It's okay. It's okay. Everybody praise God differently. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I couldn't contain it. I was trying to hold it, but he kept coming up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You make it. You be the revival. Amen. Praise God. You be the revival. If it's dead, you revive it. Amen. Praise God. Because the dead can't raise the dead. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. So a ministry is a ministry. It, it, it was um, Philip that preached Jesus, and God worked miracles through him. Amen. Praise God. But they didn't get the Holy Ghost until the apostles came on the scene. Amen. Philip couldn't be. Philip couldn't be the apostles. Amen. Praise God. God did what He did through who He chose. Could they have received the Holy Ghost through Philip? Yes, if that's what God wanted to do. So sometimes Amen. in certain places they can only do what God allows them to do. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, Hallelujah Jesus. Go ahead and Amen. read. I'm excited about this. Amen, beloved. Don't be looking for a whole bunch of stuff. Look for the word. Hear the word. You should be as the Holy Spirit in you. That's right. Get the word. This is why we read the word at Cornerstone to live in church, because when you read the word, it's prophesying. Amen. Praise God. Prophecy is happening. Whether you believe it or not, whether you want it or not, we're going to invoke the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. In your faith. It comes, it comes by the measure of your faith, 30, 60, 100-fold. By the measure of your faith, can your faith unlock the provision in the word? Beloved, your faith, hallelujah. You got to believe what God has spoken. You got to believe what has been breathed. You got to walk that thing out, praise God. Hallelujah. Let Amen. your faith be in him. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Now let us go go on and read. I think we have verse 12. Yes, okay. Okay. Are not Abana and Bapar rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash this thing? So he turned and went away in a rage. And his servants came in, spake unto him, and said, My father, and the prophet has bid thee to do some great thing. Wouldst thou not have done it? How much rather then when he saith, to thee, wash and be clean. Then went he down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the land of God. And his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. Unto the saying of the man of God. Uh, unto the saying. He didn't say, let Naaman come to me so he would see that I'm some big stuff. He said, let Naaman come to me that he would see that there is a prophet of God. Uh, beloved, listen, Elisha didn't want the glory. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I said Elisha did not want the glory. Amen. Amen. Listen, prophecy is not for or the working of miracles. This stuff is not for the, for the glory of you. This stuff is for the glory of who? The glory of God. The glory of God. Amen. And we cannot sit down and not give him the glory. Amen. 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 I love it when he read that. Amen. He didn't say, and, and, and then the man of God had to go dip. He, he didn't want to dip in the muddy Jordan. Amen. Listen, he wanted something brilliant, 
Beloved, we can't be lovers of the things of this world. Sometimes God will tell you to do something simple. My God, do it. Hallelujah, Jesus, do it. God is trying to bless you. Your healing, your healing, amen, depends on this. You living depends on this. But you want some old big to do. Amen, praise God. Hallelujah. Listen, Christ came riding in on a donkey. Amen. But yet he died for our sins. Amen. Yet he's still the king of glory. It didn't matter how he came, he still is who he is. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Ooh, this thing is exciting me. Jesus, calm yourself. Ooh, the, word, the word will excite you. You get glad about the word because the Holy Spirit, as you're reading the word, the Holy Spirit is speaking. I know that some of you are getting a revelation. Amen. Praise God. I know that I know that the word is speaking to you. The spirit in the word is speaking to the spirit in you. They having a party right now. Praise God. There's a quickening going on in you right now. Praise God. The word is dividing. Amen. It's penetrating and dividing, and it's judging the thoughts and the intents of your heart. Amen. Praise God. I don't take every gift. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Why? Because God meets my need according to the riches of his glory that is his, that is Christ Jesus. That's how he made it. I don't have to take every gift. My faith is in him as my source. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. And so, beloved, why will we leave God? Where will we go? Hallelujah. Who's going to take care of us like this? Amen. Praise God. Who's going to have your back, your front, your side? Amen. Who's going to have you like this? Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Don't you make me preach in here. Amen. Amen. Praise God. It wasn't until he dipped himself. It wasn't until he heard the word and obeyed the word that he heard. Amen. Amen. According to the saying of the man of God. Uh, sometimes he's like some of us in the church. We want to go back and forth. Why we got to do it like this? Why, we got, why can't I just say it like that? No, just do what God said. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Stop going back and forth. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Say it again. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just obey God. Hallelujah. But what we have to grow to is that through the man and the woman of God, that that is the voice of God. Amen. That is. Hallelujah. In my young years, I was on a train about to go on a date. Amen. Praise God. I was in Harlem going downtown to the fine eatery. I like, I like the good Chinese food, the Chinese food that costs $25. Amen. Oh. Praise God. Hallelujah. Not the around-the-way food. Amen. Praise God. And I was on the train going downtown to Midtown for some fine dining Chinese food. Amen. Praise God. And the young man that I sat next to, a homeless man came and looked me right in my face, and he said, everything that's good to you ain't good for you. Oh. I looked at my friend, and I said, I don't know what you're into, but I'm not going. Praise God. Hallelujah. And he said, that's a homeless man. That's a bum. I said, that was God. Beloved, you got to know the voice of God. Amen. Oh, oh, everything that's good to you ain't good for you. That word quickened me. 
that word made me question my surroundings. Amen. Beloved, has anything ever moved you like that? Have God ever spoken to you from something that was least likely to speak to you? Did you identify that, did you look past the person that spoke it but heard the voice of God? Because Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. He said, my sheep know my voice. He said, beloved, it's not about the container. It's not about the vessel. Is it the voice of God? And that's what you have to be developed for. God's voice, is this the voice of God? The Holy Ghost in you will let you know. Amen, praise God. Amen. Amen. The Spirit is moved by the Spirit. Amen, praise God. The Spirit responds to the Spirit. Amen, Amen. praise God. Hallelujah. And so we have to get cultivated for the voice of God. The Bible says he's coming back. He's going to step on the cloud with the voice of the archangel. Will you hear him? Beloved, if, you don't, if you're not hearing him now, how are you going to hear him? Amen. Cultivate your hearing for Amen. his voice. Yeah. Two ears, but one hearing for the voice of God. Amen. Because it's not going to be what you see for you to change in the twinkling of an eye if you're still here. Or for you to come up out of that grave, it's going to be about what you hear. Amen. It's a calling. Jesus called his sheep. It's a calling, beloved. You have to get cultivated for his voice. You have to learn how to answer his voice and not another. Be led by his voice and not another. Amen. Praise God. And so it says, at the word of the man of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. At the word of the, the man of God's word was God's word. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. <clears throat> and so go ahead and read, man of God. Or, or who's reading now? The woman of God. Yeah, because I was done it. Verse 16. We're in chapter um, King 5, verse 16. Verse 15. He said, As the Lord liveth before whom I stand, I will n- receive none. And he urged. Oh, go back to 15. Go back to 15, woman of God. Yeah. Yeah. And he returned to the man of God, he and all his company, and came and stood before him. And he said, Behold, now I know that there is no God in all the earth but in Israel. Now, therefore, I pray thee, take a blessing of thy servant. But he said, as the Lord liveth, before whom I stand, I will receive none. And he urged him to take it, but he refused. And Naaman said, shall there not then, I pray thee, be given to thy servants two miles burden, two mules burden of earth? For thy servant will henceforth offer neither burnt offering nor sacrifice unto other gods, but unto the Lord. And what happened two. right there? Right there, Naaman was converted. Let your works be seen, your good works be seen by mm-hmm. men, your good works, mm-hmm. that they will do what? Glorify your God in heaven. Isn't yeah. that the word? Naaman yeah. just got converted. 
Amen. Naaman said, I will not give a burnt, that's right, not to any other God. Amen. Praise God. Naaman just, listen, the the miracle that have taken place, Naaman had just turned into a disciple. Naaman is a witness of of Yahweh. Amen. Praise God. Why? Why? Because the prophet Elisha knew the power of God, spoke the word of God, and at his word, when he did, a miracle took place in Jordan. Amen. Praise God. In the muddy, dirty waters of Jordan, a miracle took place. Praise God. Isn't that powerful? Amen. Amen. Beloved, you don't be afraid to prophesy. Don't be afraid to speak for God placed in your spirit because God gave you that word that those that hear it would do what? Give him glory. Would, would glorify him. Would know that he is God. But if you keep your mouth shut, amen, you know what they say about a dead prophet, amen? That's right. A prophet that don't open up his mouth is a dead prophet. Praise God. If your mouth is closed when God tells you to speak, you're not alive, you're dead. Amen. Praise God. Because the, the purpose of you is to prophesy, is to speak the mind and the thoughts and the intent of God. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. You don't want to be a dead prophet. Amen. You want to bring edification, exhortation, and comfort. You want the Holy Spirit to work miracles. The prophet's fault, the Holy Ghost moves. Amen. Praise God. He was in tune because his purpose was to bring glory to God's name, that they will know that there is a prophet of God. It wasn't about Elisha's glory. It was about God getting the glory. Sometimes we want the glory. We want want this. This thing ain't about you. It ain't about you. This thing is on our bond, every demonic spirit in the name of Jesus. And I command you to walk in dry places in Jesus' name because it ain't about you. Amen. 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 It is about God. We preach to bring glory to his name. We ain't preaching unto men. We ain't preaching unto women. We preaching unto God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We manding a, a divine post. Praise God. How are you doing on your post? Are you derelicting your duty or are you serving? Amen. Praise God. Are you serving in excellence or are you mediocre? Elisha was on his job. Amen. That was when Naaman came to the king and the king rent his clothes, that was divine opportunity. Huh? That's what Elisha said. Let bring bring him to me. Divine opportunity. Amen. Praise God. Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. That God might get the glory. Amen. When the man sat right here and he came to measure me for blind, amen, and he said his wife was sick, divine opportunity. Hallelujah, Jesus. And I prayed the prayer of faith. And I, and, and I spoke healing to her body. I spoke to the body. I told the I didn't have to go to his house to speak to the body. I spoke mm. to the body from my house. Hallelujah. <laughs> I spoke it with the authority moved by the Spirit. Divine opportunity. I couldn't wait for him to stop talking so I could say, do you mind if I pray? Hallelujah, Amen. Jesus. Amen. Glory God. I, I didn't hear nothing else he said after that. <laughs> I was waiting to pray. Hallelujah. Mm. Waiting to manifest. Amen. Amen. 
Hallelujah, Jesus. And he left out of here calling me sister. Praise God. Amen. A Caucasian man. He left out of here calling me sister. Praise God. And he said that you have a beautiful home. And I'm not talking about your furnishings. He said, I'm talking about the spirit of the Lord that is in this place. Amen. Praise God. Beloved, the first thing God showed me when he called me to the work of ministry, he says, out everyone that I call to you or send you to won't look like you. You got to be willing. Look past what you see. Amen. Praise God. They're not going to all look like you because this is for my glory. Amen. You come in my spirit. You made in my image. Hallelujah, Jesus. This is my power. Hallelujah. And God blesses who he chooses. Amen. Beloved, you got to get over yourself. Amen. Don't be beside yourself, but get over yourself. Hallelujah. That God can get the glory. Get over yourself. I had to get over myself. Amen. That God can get the glory because it was not about me. And he said, sat here and said, for me to not believe that she is healed would be me denying the power of the cross. That was powerful. He said, I believe because I know the power of the cross. Listen, beloved, the cross is bringing so much provision, but you need faith to receive it. The provision is right there knocking at your door. Amen? But you need faith to receive it. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let, let us finish reading with the women of God. Can you finish reading? Do, do everybody understand? Everybody understands? Do anybody have any questions? Okay, we're going to continue to read. The woman is going to continue to prophesy. She's prophesying. Amen. Amen. Second Kings five and eighteen. Verse eighteen. In this thing the Lord pardoned thy servant, that when thy master goeth into the house of Rimmon to worship there, and he leaneth on my hand, and I bow myself in the house of Rimmon. When I bow myself in the house of Rimmon. The Lord pardon thy servant in this thing. And he said unto him, Go in peace. And he departed from him a little way. But Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, said, Behold, my master hath spared Naaman, this Syrian, in not receiving at his hand that which he brought. But as the Lord liveth, I will run after him and take somewhat of him. So Gehazi, now, what's wrong with that, beloved? What's wrong with that? Oh, if if if, if the man no, it was no. <laughs> Amen. Go ahead, woman of God. No, I was saying once Elijah told him it was no, it was no, and that one for him Amen. to go and get. He didn't even offer it to him. Amen. 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 And if the man of and if we believe that the man, the woman of God, is being led by God, Amen. Praise God. Amen. 
Why would you go after something that they turned out? Go, go ahead and read, woman of God. But Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, said, Behold, my master hath spared Naaman, this Syrian, is not receiving at his hands that which he brought. But as the Lord liveth, I will run after him and take somewhat of him. So Gehazi followed after Naaman, and when Naaman saw him running after him, he lightened down from the chariot to meet him and said, Is all well? And he said, All is well. My master hath sent me, saying, Behold, even now there be come to me from Mount Ephraim two young men of the sons of the prophets. Give them, I pray thee, a talent of silver and two chains of garments. And Naaman said, Be content, take two talents. And he urged him, and he and bound two talents of silver in two bags with two changes, changes of garments and laid them upon two of his servants, and they bared them before him. And when he came to the tower, he took them from their hands and bestowed them in the house. And he let the men go, and they departed. But now, I, I want you to stop right there, woman of God. Okay. Naaman had a lot, not Naaman, Gehazi had a lion spirit. You see that? Yeah. He had a lion spirit. Yeah. You've got to be careful with this lion spirit. Amen. He, he said, my master sent me. You see that? Yeah. that? That's a lion spirit. Beloved, don't allow the spirit of a lot of work through you. We know that the lion spirit is of the devil, but the Bible says that he is a father of lies. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. Listen, that's deception. He went and he deceived Naaman. Amen. Go ahead mm-hmm. and read, woman of God. But he went in and stood by before his master, and Elisha said unto him, When comest thou, Gehazi? And he said, Thy servant went no whither. <laughs> and he said unto him, Went not mine heart with thee, with thee when the man turned again from his chariot to meet thee? Mm. Is it is it at is it a time to receive money and to receive garments and olive olive yards and vineyards and sheep and oxen and men servants and maid servants? The leprosy therefore of Naaman shall cleave unto thee and unto thy seed forever. And he went out from his presence a leper as white as snow. Jesus. You see that? He didn't only lie to Naaman, he lied to his master. And the master mm-hmm. says, do I not know your heart? See, mm-hmm. the mouth will speak the issues of the heart. God revealed the heart of Gehazi to Elisha. See, he's been serving him all this time. You think that the people that you serve under don't know your heart? Amen. Praise God. God reveals the heart. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. And so, beloved, what we want to do is that we want to take on God's character. You know, when, when prophecy by the foretelling of the word comes, that's, that's the water, the washing of the word. This comes to change us. If we find that we have been error and the word convicts us, what are we to do? Repent and turn 
Amen. Praise God. Listen, don't deceive yourself. Repent and turn. Get it right. Amen. Get in right standing with God. Repent and turn. Amen. Listen, Gehazi was a liar, and what took place, and, and, and he was a thief. Amen. Praise God. And what took place? Him and his generations had leprosy. Him and the leprosy that was on Naaman he had. Listen, these people were supposed to be the people of God. Amen. Hallelujah. But God gave him ample time to get it right. He wouldn't get it right. This, 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 ain't, this ain't the first time. Amen. Don't think Elisha didn't know him. Amen. And, and if this be you, God is giving you time to get it right. Amen. Let this be the day. What it said, choose you who you will serve. Don't be twixt in between two opinions. Choose God today. Don't play with God. Amen. Amen. Don't play with him. Amen. Amen. This thing is real. Do anyone have anything to share concerning the word of God, the woman and the man of God prophesying, foretelling the word? Does anyone have anything that they want to share concerning this? Okay, beloved, we're going to move into diverse kind of tones. Speaking in tongues is a supernatural utterance by the Holy Spirit. Through a human being in a language not learned or understood by the speaker. When we speak in tongues, we didn't go to school to learn that. But we was moved by the Spirit, amen, as the Holy Ghost gave us utterance. For the church to be edified, there must be an interpretation of the tongue. And we're speaking about diverse tongues now. That's different from your prayer language. We have already examined the biblical evidence revealing that when an individual receives the Holy Ghost, he or she will speak with other tongues as the Spirit, and that Spirit is the Holy Ghost, amen, mm-hmm. gives the utterance. We have also mm-hmm. looked, and we're not talking about spirit guides and all of this stuff, you know, medians and all. We ain't talking about none of that. We're talking about the Spirit of the Lord, amen? Amen. amen. We have also looked at the scriptural instructions for speaking in tongues and prayer and praise. The use of tongues and prayer and praise provides personal edification, amen, and as much as our spirit is edified, although our knowledge is unfruitful, because we do not understand what is being said. 1 Corinthians 4 and 2 says, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men but unto God. When you speak in your prayer language, you are speaking to God. Your spirit is being edified. Amen? For mm-hmm. no man understandeth him, howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. First Corinthians, 4, 4, 1 Corinthians 14, 4 says, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth edifieth himself, but he that prophesieth edifieth the church. The gift of tongues is a separate endowment, distinct and apart from these previous uses of tongues. The gift of tongues is when a message in tongues is given to the church to be followed later by an interpretation of the message. The Apostle Paul taught extensively in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 on the proper use of the gift of tongues for 
for church edification. Amen. 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 On occasion, a person who has received this gift will feel an unction. Amen. The Holy Ghost gives us the unction to function. will feel an unction to deliver a message in tongues in a public worship service. The recipient of this gift must operate the gift decently and in order. Someone pull up 1 Corinthians 14.40. It must be decently and in order. Amen. God is not a God of confusion. The spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. Control your spirit. Amen? Amen. Amen. 1 Corinthians 14.40, what does that say? That all it says, but everything. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Let all things be done decently and in order. Amen. Listen, order ranking protocol, right? Where there's no order and no submission to rank, that equals protocol that will diminish the power of God. Amen? And it doesn't mean that God's power is diminished. It means the move of the spirit. God is not a God of confusion. Amen? And so we must do things in decency and in order. Amen? Praise God. Amen. The person must also know the difference in being inspired to speak in tongues during a service for personal prayer or praise and being anointed to speak a message in tongues to the entire congregation. Knowing the difference between these two functions is crucial. Use of this gift should not hinder, interrupt, or stop the flow of worship in a service but should increase faith and worship. Amen? Praise God. And so when the word of God comes, amen, through diverse tongues, it's to increase faith and worship. Amen? Praise God. The gift of interpretation of tongues, by by this gift, a Holy Ghost filled person interprets and this is not a translation, but it is an interpretation, a message that has been delivered in tongues to the church. Amen? And, beloved, I love here where it says Holy Ghost filled, right? Because if we were to go back to Acts, when the Holy Spirit, when, when the, when the Grecian and the, um, the Grecian, I believe it was the Grecian and the widows. It was the widows that had a problem with each other. They said that that the rations was given out more to the Jewish widows than the Greek widows, right? And so the apostles said, we will not come down from seeking the Lord in prayer to settle this dispute. He said, choose. Seven amongst you. I think what seven he said. Choose seven amongst you that is full of faith and full of the Holy Ghost. Beloved, they had to be full of faith and full of the Holy Ghost to give out rations. Amen. You can't usher if you're not full of faith and full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Listen, you should be sitting down until you get filled. Amen. Because, listen, you can't expect for people to grow in spiritual things when they have not been born yet. 
Praise God. They must Amen. be born of the Spirit. Amen. They must be born again. Amen. Amen. The reason why there's no growth because ain't nobody been born. When a baby is in the womb, he of the baby that is birthed out of the mother. Amen. Praise God. It takes time for that child to crawl. That child don't come out crawling, walking, and talking. Amen. Praise Amen. God. He's just been birthed out into another realm. Amen. He learned how to operate, and he was doing things in the universe. Amen. In, in his sack. But once he's been birthed out of that sack. Amen. So it's hard to teach people who have not been born. Amen. Praise God. They, the Holy Ghost in them have to give them an understanding. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. You first must be born to operate in the Spirit. And so they had to be full of faith and full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And so the gift is called the interpretation of tongues, not the translation of tongues. It is not a word-for-word translation, but instead it is a revealing of the idea, the thought or intent of the message. The interpretation is often filtered from the individual's personality, education, and speech patterns. You know what? Everybody don't speak like me and talk like me. I ain't trying to be nobody else either. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit is working through me. And even when the Holy Spirit is working through me, I may kind of sound like my leader. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. But there is something that is different. Amen. Praise God. And so the interpretation is often filtered through the individual's personality, education, speech patterns. This is why when you have been hurt and injured, amen, you have to get healed because we don't want the, the, the word of the Lord that is coming forth being filtered through your pain and your anger. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Get yourself amen. down. Get yourself together. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Being filtered on through your pain, messing up the word. Praise God. People get smacked around. What is that? Hallelujah. Amen. Sit yourself down. Get healed. Get yourself together. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God does not necessarily reveal. Amen. Let me go back. God does not necessarily reveal. Amen. The translation word by word. But more frequently, he reveals it as a thought, a subject, or a theme. And the interpreter expresses the theme in his or her own words. The message revealed by the interpretation of tongues must always be consistent with the word of God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Do anybody have any questions? Concerning the gift of diverse tongues and the gift of interpretation of tongues. Amen? Any questions? Beloved, there are power gifts. And the power gifts are the, are the gifts to act, to act gifts. The gift of faith is a power gift. Amen? The gift of faith is a power gift. Yes, the Bible says that we should have the faith. At least the faith the size of a mustard seed. 
but he also says that we should go from faith to faith and glory to glory. Amen? So that means that our faith should increase. Amen? Praise God. And the Bible says that faith come by hearing and by hearing of the word. Beloved, if you want to increase your faith that you can really unlock the word of God without measure, you have to hear the word. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. You want to increase your faith, hear the word. If you're lacking faith in a certain area, hear the word. Amen. The word will increase your faith. Amen. When I'm struggling amen. with something, amen, praise God, or I feel like I'm in bondage to something, what do I do? I hear the word because I need faith. Amen. Praise God. Faith in God. Confidence in God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. you got to hear the word. Is it? This is not a hard thing. Amen. And you don't always have to search for something in specific to what you're going through. I'm telling you that there's power in the word. Amen. Praise God. Yes, it is. The, amen. And so faith is, is a power gift, is a gift to act. This gift is a supernatural measure of faith above and beyond the faith that all of us normally possess as children of God. And so this is a gift of faith, and it is a gift of the Spirit, so that means that this is the faith of the Holy Ghost working in you. Amen? This is the faith of the Spirit. This is divine faith here. Amen? Praise God. And so when the gift of faith is working in you, listen, that's supernatural divine power. As Christians, we all have faith, for without faith it is impossible to please God. That's Hebrews 11 and 6. However, the gift of faith is a gift that is over and above the faith of the average Christian. This gift is often put into operation when we face circumstances such as tragedy, danger, severe illness, accidents, fearful happenings, or other situations that seem impossible to overcome. The Holy Ghost is our helper. The gift of faith is a natural portion of confidence and trust in God that surpasses all reason. This gift has the power to look absolutely imp- to to look absolutely impossibilities in the face and still maintain complete confidence in God. Amen. Sometimes the gift of faith is operating in you. Amen. Praise God. But can you identify that it is the gift of the Holy Ghost in you? Amen? Amen. Amen. The gift of faith is not used solely for miracles. It also provides strength and courage to help us keep going on when all hope is gone, to stand firm on God's word when things don't go our way, to keep fighting the good fight of faith, even when we don't see the results we desire to see. This gift is given to individuals in the church to inspire us to trust God at all times, in all things. When we feel distraught and hopeless, God will often send someone to us to (laughs) minister the gift of faith to us. Amen. Praise God. And why are they ministering the gift of faith to you? Because your faith is weak. Amen. Praise God. Oh, you of little faith. Amen. When the gift of faith is ministered, it is ministered to strengthen you, to comfort you. Amen. Amen. 
Another gift that is a two-act gift is the gift of healing. When the gift of healings are in operation, God miraculously removes the cause of disease or affliction, and healing takes place. Amen. Praise God. Do we have faith to receive these gifts? It is important to note that this impartation is listed in the plural. It says gift of healing. Not just one gift of healing, but gift of healing. There are different kinds of gifts of healing, and each is manifested and operated in its own unique way. Healing can occur when believers lay hands on the sick. Let us look at Mark 16, 17 through 18. Can someone pull that up? Mark 16, 17 through 18. Well, uh, you said Mark mm-hmm. sixteen verses seventeen through eighteen. Mark sixteen verses seventeen through eighteen. Okay, here we go. These signs shall follow them that believe in the name, cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Amen. Praise God. The gift of healing. Amen. The Holy Spirit working through us. So not only the apostle, prophet, teacher, evangelist can work the gift of healing, because God worked many miracles, even of healings, amen, through Philip when he preached to Samaria. Healings can occur when the elders of the church anoint with oil. Let us go to James 5, 14 through 15. This is why we have to follow the word of God. When you are sick, he said, go to the elders of the church and they will pray for you. Listen, when we begin to walk out prophecy, prophecy is the foretold word. When we begin to walk out prophecy, it moves the spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Put a demand on the anointing. Put a demand on the power of God. Where there is a demand, there shall be a supply. Put a demand on it, beloved. Walk it out, amen? James 5, 14 through 15 says, If any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up, and if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Beloved, uh, is anyone anointing in their household? Amen. People coming and going out of my house. I got my oil. Hallelujah, Amen. Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. You anoint them coming and going. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Divine protection in the name of Jesus. Prophesy. Hallelujah. Prophesy according to the foretold word. Amen. You'll be blessed coming and going. Prophesy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 And if you want to know how you anoint your oil, amen, praise God. I, I know that we used to bring our oil to the church, and they used to bring it to me in the church as I was sitting up in the pulpit, and I would pray over the oil and give it back. Amen. Full of faith, full, full of power, full of the Holy Ghost. Amen, beloved. But I take my oil with me in prayer time. 
when I'm high in the spirit. Praise God. Because everything that's flowing, amen, in that atmosphere, the oil is getting touched. Amen. Praise God. I like to take the oil in my handkerchiefs, amen, when I'm high in the spirit. Amen. In case God lead me to give someone a handkerchief for healing. Amen. Praise God. The power of God is in that. Amen. Praise God. I sat up under the late Apostle William Brown and the mothers of the church when they went up to the mountains would take his handkerchief and pray over them. Amen. It was the anointing of the mothers that was in that handkerchief. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Beloved, let God use you. Let God use you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Scripture reveals that now, where am I at? We in the working of miracles, right? Scriptures reveals that healings can occur in the body of Christ at any time and may be facilitated by any anyone. However, just as with all of the spiritual gifts, the gifts of healing are unique over and above what normally occurs in the church. God imparts specific gifts of healing to various members of the church. These healing gifts differ from person to person and are revealed in different manners. Healings may be spontaneous or gradual. Through the gift of healing, the lame man at the temple gate was healed when Peter prayed for him, Acts 3, 1 through 10. Now, beloved, Peter prayed the prayer of faith, right? Pull that up really quick. Acts 3, 1 through 10. Peter prayed the prayer of faith. And he wasn't healed until Peter touched him. See, because him hearing the prayer of faith wasn't enough. He needed to be touched. Praise God. Hands needed to be laid on him. Amen? He had faith to receive his healing through the laying on of hands. Someone read that Acts 3, 1 through 10 so that y'all can see it for yourself. No, okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. You got to go ahead. Now, Peter had gone to in the temple after prayer. Bishop, read louder. We can't hear you. I don't know if it's air. I can't hear either. Now, Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked of alms, verse 4. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him, and John said, Look on us. And he gave heed to them, expecting to receive something of them. Verse 6, Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Verse 8, and he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Verse 9, and all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they knew that it was he 
which sat for arms at the beautiful gate at the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. Amen. Amen. Bishop Heard, we thank you for reading. Now, beloved, listen to this. The God can work these gifts of miracles to you. The Holy Spirit in you can manifest any gift that he chooses. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. And these gifts that are working, they're not for you, but they for the blessing of others. Amen. Praise God. The Holy Spirit is operating through you, and he's blessing other people. Many were healed in the city of Samaria when Philip prayed for them. Amen. That's Acts 8, 6 through 7. The father of Publius and many others on the island of Melita were healed when Paul prayed for them. That's Acts 28 and 9. The gift of the gift of the gift of working of miracles, the gift is an activation of God's power to effect an immediate supernatural event. Miracles are events that contradict the known laws of nature. Amen. Praise God. Did you all hear that? Amen. It contradicts Amen. the known laws of nature. Amen. Listen, there's things that is happening past this three-dimensional world. Amen. Jesus had power over nature, over water, over the wind. It contradicts what everyone else is subject to. Amen. There are many different kinds of miracles. The gift of working of miracles is unlimited in its scope and variety. Through the gift of the working of miracles, bodies have been healed, lives have been spared in accidents, jobs have been acquired, babies have been born. Amen. Praise God. Amen. One of my spiritual daughters has said to me, um, with the with the last child that she had, she had so many complications, the doctor told her not to have any of the kids. Amen. Praise God after that last child. And when she was telling me about it, she said that she was pregnant again. Amen. Praise God. And God just had me to speak these words to her. Are you up for the assignment? Because that's what it is, is an assignment. So what God is about to do through you, do you have the faith to carry it out? It might cost you your life. But if you believe in God, according to the doctors, it might cost you your life. But it's just an assignment. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Because the Bible says that God said, uh, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Now the doctors are telling you your very life is at stake if you bring forth this, this baby. Amen. Praise God. It is God that blesses the womb and makes it fruitful. Amen. So are you willing to die procreating? Amen. Praise God. And, that, and that's the bottom line. Amen. And so babies have been born. Many babies, the doctors told these mothers to abort because of different things that would be wrong, but by faith. Amen, praise God. By faith. Amen. Amen. Marriages have been saved. Financial needs have been met. Supernatural debt wipeout. God has done it for me. Cancel debt. Amen, praise God. People have been brought back to life. The gospel has been Amen. preached. Beloved, these are working the miracles. Amen? Amen? Again, the gift of working the miracles is given to specific individuals in the body, not to everyone. However, 
at times, God can occasionally use each of us to perform various miracles. Mark 16, 17 through 18, somebody read it. Somebody have a lot of air in their phone, and it's making it hard for us to hear. Thank you. Can someone please read this for me? 17 through 18. I have it. Mark, is it chapter 16? Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Go to Mark chapter 16. Yeah, Mark chapter 16, 17. That's not it. Mark chapter 16, 17 through 18. Okay, got it. Okay, um, Mark chapter 16, verses 17 through 18. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Amen, praise God. And so... Yep, that's what it was. I'm sorry, I was trying to find the air. Okay, so it says here, and these, that's not it either, praise God. Let me just stay focused. And it says, and these signs shall follow them that believe, in my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. The working of miracles, amen? And the Bible says those that believe. Do you believe? Amen? These signs shall follow those that believe in Jesus and his finished work at the cross. Beloved, do you believe? If you believe, then the Holy Ghost can work these miracles through you. Amen? Praise God. Amen? Amen. Through the gift of working of miracles, amen, Etychus was raised from the dead. That's Acts 29 through 10. Beloved, do we believe in the raising of the dead? Amen. Praise God. Dorcas was raised from the dead in Acts 9, 39 through 40. Philip was transported to Azotus after ministering to the Ethiopian eunuch. Amen. Listen, Listen, God, move me, amen, on your chariot. Amen. Praise God. Acts 8, 26-39, Peter escaped from prison. Acts 12, 5-11, and Paul and Silas escaped from prison. That's Acts 16, 25, and 26. All of these are workings of miracles. Amen. Praise God. We must be careful not to fall into the trap of following after miracles or becoming sensation seekers. Some people are sensation seekers. They want to see demons cast out all the time, miracles happen, happening, amen. There was a time, amen, at these at some of these camp meetings, amen, they was hanging up crutches and wheelchairs, praise God, amen, of those that was healed and delivered, amen. But we should not be sensational seekers, amen, yeah. praise God. Signs and miracles are not verification or proof that someone or something is of God. And we know that because when, when, when Philip was preaching in Samaria, they thought that the witch Simon was some great thing. Amen. Praise God. Be careful. 
Matthew 24 and 24 says, For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Amen? Don't be a cessation seeker. Amen? Praise God. Amen. And Matthew seven twenty two to twenty three says Matthew chapter seven twenty two to twenty three says Jesus said many will say to me in that day Lord Lord have we not prophesied in thy name and in thy name have cast out devils and in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I prophesy, and then will I profess unto them, I never knew you depart from me, ye that work iniquity. You see that? The true gift of working of miracles is always used to point people toward the gospel and salvation. It is never used to lead people into disobedience of God's word. Amen? Amen. And it's not, it's not used to make you rich either, but to bring glory to God. Amen? Amen? We are instructed to follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. That's First Timothy 6.11. And those things that make for peace and edification, that's Romans 14.19. If we faithfully follow after these things, then signs and wonders, and miracles will automatically follow after us. That's Mark 16, 17. I like the rudiments of salvation. They keep you straight. Amen. Praise God. And if we do these things, amen, the Holy Ghost is going to work with you. Amen. Praise God. Amen. If we follow after signs and miracles, we will find ourselves deceived and deluded. Mark 8, 11 through 12. And the Pharisees came forth and began to question with him, Jesus, speaking of him, a sign from heaven tempting him, and he sighed deeply in his spirit and saith, Why doeth this generation seek after a sign? Verily I say unto you, there shall no sign be given unto this generation. Matthew 16 and 4 says, A wicked An adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall be no sign be given unto it but the sign of the prophet Jonah, and he left them and departed. Just as Jonah was in the the belly of the fish, so was Jesus in the heart of the earth. Amen. Praise Mm -hmm. God. And in hell for three days. Amen. Praise God. The gift of working of miracles is very much in operation in the church. Excuse me. Miracles are happening every day as we get closer to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. The number mm-hmm. and magnitude of these miracles will increase. Beloved, mm-hmm. we ought to expect the revival. We ought to expect mm-hmm. to be the revival. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Let the revival start with you. You have heard the, the prophetic word today. We have foretold the scriptures. Amen. Step out on faith. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Obey God. Amen. See where you can be that divine, where you can take advantage of a divine opportunity. Uh, Amen. Letting your work 
cause for men to glorify God, your good works. Amen? Amen. Amen. However, as with all spiritual gifts, this gift must be kept in proper perspective and must be under the control and administration of the fivefold ministry of the church. There are also other non-Pacific gifts of the Spirit, such as the gifts of health and the gifts of government that are listed in 1 Corinthians 12, 28. These gifts are listed as plural and include a wide range of endowments and faculties. Our desire to receive spiritual gifts must be motivated by a desire to bless and edify the body of Christ. Don't want the spiritual gift so that you could be some great thing. Amen. Praise God. You have to have Amen. the very intent for the gift that God is given the gift for. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Or you are in error. Or you are in error. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. First Corinthians fourteen twelve says, Even so ye for as much as ye are zealous a spiritual gift, seek that you may excel to the edifying of the church. Don't be zealous for the wrong reasons. Amen. Praise God. The Apostle Paul admonishes us to utilize whatever gifts we have been given to the best of our ability. We must not hide our gifts or use them ignorantly. Amen. Praise God. I remember when God was working the spirit of the Lord was manifesting heavy through me. Amen. Praise God before his glory. Amen. And a woman of God said to me, she said, um, I think her child had lost something or someone has taken it. And she wanted me to tell her who took it. Who took it? And, you know, this, this was a pastor that called me for this foolishness. And I oh. said to her, I ain't no, I ain't no soothsayer. Praise Amen. God. Amen. 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 Listen, God works the way he, if you want to know who took something from your house, you see God and get a revelation. Amen. This ain't no two saying gift. Praise Amen. God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, you got Jesus. That right. You got that but right. But there is that time right. when God will reveal things to you. But you have to make sure that you don't allow people to prostitute the gift of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. And so there was a young man, he said to me, he was coming out of the mall, and he, 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 he um, was a member of the church, and he said that he lost his wallet. And he was searching frantically for it, but the, but the Holy Spirit showed me the wallet in a dark place. And I said, Joe, your wallet is in a dark place. And so I spoke at the revelation of the Spirit. I said, your wallet is in between your seats. Mm. And he said, oh, no, it's not. I left it in the mall. It wasn't until the next day when he got in his car and reached in between his seat. He said, I don't know what you're working, but you're working something. I said, it's the power of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. God Amen. does reveal. And God Amen. will reveal to get people attention. Amen. To draw, he was being drawn to Christ because of the power of God. Now, this young man was Haitian. So his response to the manifestation of the power of God through revelation Amen. What did he say? He said, you work in something. Because they believe in the power on the dark side too. Amen? Mm-hmm. Amen, praise God. So Amen. he knew that something, something was happening. And I told him, yes, that is the power of Jesus Christ. Amen? Praise Amen. God. And so 
we have to be careful. The Apostle Paul admonishes us. We almost done, beloved. The Apostle Paul admonishes us to utilize whatever gifts we have been given to the best of our ability. We must not hide our gifts, use them ignorantly, or manipulate them for our own personal gain. We're not a profit for profit. Amen. We must Amen. use them to build up and edify the church. Romans 12, 6 through 8. Having then gifts differing according to the grace. So, beloved, you have to be careful when people try to tie the gifts to money. Amen. Praise God. It doesn't mean that we don't feed into certain things, but you got to be able to try the spirit by the spirit. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith or ministry, let us wait on our ministering or he that teaches on teaching or he that exhorteth on exhortation that he that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence, he that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Amen? Amen. After Paul lengthy discourse on the gifts of the Spirit, 1 Corinthians 12, he concluded by encouraging believers to covet the best gift. However, he then points us to a more excellent way, the way of love. 1 Corinthians 12, 28, 31, beloved, love must be your motivation. God is love. Amen. The spirit of prophecy, amen, or the gifts of prophecy. Listen, the Holy Ghost is the spirit of love. Love must be your motivation. Sometimes when God sends me to people, I say, I'm coming in the spirit of love. I hope you receive me in that spirit. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. I'm prophesying. I'm setting the atmosphere. Amen. Praise God. When I speak these things into the cosmos, amen, the kingdoms are shifting. Amen. Hallelujah. Because against love, there is no law. Amen. Praise God. There is no law against this love. I'm coming in the spirit of love, and against that, there is no law. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, beloved, let it be love. Amen. You, you, sometimes we have to let our own heart be judged, amen, praise God, by the, by the written word or the spirit of, of God that is love, amen, praise God, to make sure that our intent is right, amen, because God will, the word of God will judge the intent of our heart, amen, praise God. Yeah. He, he, he ain't on the surface, amen. Some people say, oh, I didn't intend to do that. Well, listen, you got to learn to level up. What did you mean to do? How are you constantly doing things that you didn't intend to do? Level up. Praise God. Get it together. What do you mean you didn't intend to do that? Amen? Amen. Great. Who's in control of your vessel? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And so, beloved, we have to level up. Do what you intend to do. Amen. Amen. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Praise Amen. God. Level up. Amen. First Corinthians twelve, twenty-eight to thirty-one. And God hath set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles and gifts of healing, excuse me, health, governments, diversities of tongues, all are all 
are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, have all the gifts, have all the gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret, but covet earnestly the best <clears throat> gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. Amen. He's teaching us a more excellent way. Amen. Amen. Praise God. The validity and authenticity of these wonderful gifts of the Spirit are without question. The gifts of the Spirit under proper direction are vital ministries of the church. Paul teaches and admonish serves to guide us in the proper operation of the supernatural gifts. The pastor and ministerial leadership of the church must always have the oversight and administration of the operation of these gifts, ensuring that all things should be done decently and in order. We must be challenged by the word to covet the best gifts and to allow God to use these gifts through us for his divine purpose. Amen? Amen. And some of the resources that you can read is The Gifts of the Spirit by Lee Stone King and Unwrapping Your Spiritual Gifts by Jason, who's this, Jason Sisko. Amen? Those are some extra books. But, beloved, we are finished with The Gifts of the Spirit a lot was given, and I know that you have learned a lot, and some of you could have just been um, refreshed. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. But yeah. sometimes a refreshing, a refreshing is needed. Amen. Yeah. And so amen. we want to, amen, a refreshing is needed. Amen. amen. Praise God to keep us on the straight and narrow, keep us on the solid, the firm foundation. Amen. The solid rock. Amen. The yes. rock of ages. Yes. Amen. Yes. Praise yes. God. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. The ancient of days. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. And so yes. uh, first I want to have um, Sister Johnson, can you do the all call for yes. us tonight? Sure. Amen. Oh, praise God. <clears throat> Thank God for the word of God. Oh, tiny things. My God. We just thank God. I thank God for just another opportunity to share the scriptures that says, the scripture says, whoever believeth on Jesus Christ will not be ashamed. And that's in Romans 10 and 11. But above that it says that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believeth. And she talked about that believing tonight. It's a faith thing. You believe from what you've already heard. You believe in the righteousness. And with your mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So we're asking the Lord tonight, those who don't know him and are pardon their sins, we're going to pray this prayer and ask God to come into our hearts because we know that Jesus came and died for our sins and then he was resurrected unto eternal life to give us eternal life. So Amen. we're going to pray this prayer. Amen. Father, I ask in Jesus' name 
God, that you would forgive me for all of my sins. Come into my heart, God. I believe that you came and died for my sins, and I'm putting them at your feet right now, God. I, I repent of my sins, and I ask you to come in my heart and change my heart and give me your heart that I can live a life of holiness and righteousness before you all the days of my life. I believe that you were resurrected. You died and then you were resurrected so that I can have eternal life. And I thank you for it right now. And I believe by faith that I am saved. In Jesus' name I pray. And I thank you, Father, for it. And for those who may have walked away from God, you knew God and you start turning and doing things your own way, you can pray this prayer. Father, I just come back to you asking that you would forgive me, O oh God, for the sins that I did since I did know you, O oh God. Forgive me and cleanse me and purify my heart, God, that I'll be able to walk according to your will and your way and not my own will, God. Lord, I, I give myself up to you right now, God. I died of myself to pick up Christ completely, and I thank you for it in Jesus' name. I just thank you, Lord, because you said you will restore everything to me, that the locusts and the canker worms have eaten up Hallelujah, the palmer worm. And, God, I receive that by faith, oh, God, that I'm restored back to you. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody repented tonight. Someone got in right standing with God tonight. Someone received the imputed righteousness of Jesus tonight. Somebody turned from their wicked ways tonight. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we thank God. Save the saving business is God's business. Amen. Hallelujah. We give him glory because our confidence is in the power of his word. Amen. And we know that this word has touched somebody tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. So, woman of God, we thank you for the altar call, for the call to discipleship. And we want you all to pay attention to how the altar call is being done because when you're being a witness to someone, you're not telling them to come to my church and hear my pastor. That's not what the Great Commission is. You are, if they believe your witness, you are to walk them through the sinner's prayer and you are to tell them that their sins have been forgiven. Amen. Praise God. You You are to speak with the authority of Jesus. Amen. He was a forgiver of sins. You need to tell them that their sins have been forgiven. Amen. And now that they have this new life in Christ, amen, praise God, let them come in and get baptized and let them receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire and that they may be developed, amen, through the fivefold ministerial gifts. Amen. Praise God. Amen. That they may be developed for the work of the ministry. Amen. That they will come to know Jesus. Amen. So that they can mature. But bring them in saved. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, let let them let them repent right where they are. Tomorrow's not promised to nobody. Now is the time of salvation. Not when they get to your shepherd. Not when they get to the church house. 
Now is the time of salvation. Amen? Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we give God glory for that. But, beloved, we want to open up the floor that you can share tonight. Amen. Praise God how the word has blessed you, increased you, comforted you, edited you, exhorted you. Amen. Praise God. I wasn't the only one prophesying tonight that there were volunteers, amen, that, amen, of the body of Christ that prophesied, that foretold the word. Amen, that read it with power, that was full of faith in the Holy Ghost. Amen, praise God. And so we want to give you the opportunity to share. Brother Golden, are you sharing tonight? Yes. um, I just want to say praise all those that came on tonight and who were here attended and hear the Lord's word, as well as um, leading of the word by Apostle Israel Francis. Um, what I took from the night, the key word was prophecy. I, you know, uh, you know, with that word, I learned that as a gift of utterance, it's, hello, can anybody hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I learned that a gift of utterance is foretelling of God's word in or in prophetic ways. Um, I also learned tonight that when you backslide in life, your prayer life changes too. Um, I know none of us are perfect, but when we do, just remember that, um, you know, the harder you work at living in God's word, I think you'll less have to deal with that. Um, not saying you're you're perfect, but you don't beat yourself up. You just... I have God forgiveness I feel move forward. Don't make that uh, mistake or that mm-hmm. bad sin of situation. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I learned that Jesus paid for our righteousness, died on the cross. Mm-hmm. So if he died for our righteousness, then we should uh, have no pride. And it's paid for. His blood of sin was paid for. Then, you know, what more can 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 he do to give us number free salvation, which is easy to obtain by living righteous? I also felt that I learned that your faith in the word carries you through in life, um, which to me that transforms into miracles. Um, miracles can happen, you know. They can write, you know, all they want in the courthouse on you, and when they release you, you think you'll fail, but you prove wrong by believing God to not go back to a life of crime. You know, just like you gave examples of miracles where doctors say you have this child, you may die, where they went and got opinions, looked at it back and forth, and went with it, and the miracle happened. But I do Amen. know, I can speak for myself this year, a miracle I happened on promotion. Of becoming my seasonal job, a, I, I received two playoff games, and I prayed and went back and forth with the Lord. I said, Lord, this seasonal job is not pleasing to me. You know, some untimely stuff is going on, and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. But I will step out on faith and, and not do this job next year. And I said, Lord, if it's meant for me to get this playoff game, I, I got more than one. I expect I got only I think one, but I got two. 
because you make it happen. And Amen. I, I know what a miracle happened. I did step up. Some things were said about my report, and I got them corrected, and me and the ball talked. But that let me know that miracle, but the miracle did happen, and there was something that didn't Amen. work. Because I knew my faith that I did to tell the truth on what I was supposed to do. Amen. In in coordinates with job policy, and I had witnesses of my time being where I was supposed to be. And just, you know, I just took from that situation when you work on these jobs, there's going to be some people that they're not going to have the faith that we have. I I have someone that told me they're literally getting ready to be atheists. And when I heard that, I just said, well, all I can tell you is, you, you know, you can't get into what you politically feel going on. You must go into a church and have your faith built up. Now, wherever Amen. what's around, wherever what you need to do is to listen to the word. Now, I'm not telling the father by it or say anything or do anything, but, you know, we cannot let our faith be gone of these worldly things. And that's what I had to learn. So, mm. this and lastly, it was two scriptures I took from tonight's Bible study that was really great that I can apply in my life. First Corinthians fourteen forty, let all things be done decently and in order. I think mm. that's life. Keep things decent and in order of God's Amen. will. And uh, this is the last thing I learned from tonight. I pulled this way we were uh, talking. Because I always do that sometimes where you'll tell us to go to a scripture and look it up. Well, I'll scroll up and down on my iPad to look at other things that are being said to correlate what you're giving us to uh, live by daily. And this was really touching to me. And it went back to uh, prophesying and being prophetic. Uh, it was in First mm-hmm. Corinthians 14, chapter, uh, verse 22. Wherefore, tongues are for a sign, not to them that believe, but to them that believe not. But prophesying serveth not for them that believeth not, but for them that which believe. Amen. So if you prophesy and live in God's word, which is prophetic, it's written, it's, 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 the, it's the floor plan for us through the Ten Commandments and other uh, chapters of the Bible. All I do is follow it, and I really feel in faith and confidence. Not saying trouble won't come, but you know how to handle it, and these things will not be any obstacles to you because, see, we remove certain things from our lives. We have to deal with a bunch of drama, a bunch of back and forth with people, or getting into trouble, or, or, or just ongoing things because when you live in the Word of God, your mind will be at peace, and these things will be removed from you. But that's what I took from the night's uh, Sunday um, Bible study. And I will say this in closing. I think we all should make it an effort to spread the word of God and tell what it's doing. Don't just keep it to yourself and get the miracles Amen. of rejoicing. Tell somebody else to pass it on. That's what makes the kingdom stronger and and much more of a greater existence to realize that, hey, if the miracle happens for him, it can happen for me, too, if I go to Bible study, I'll study the Word of God daily, pray, and things are necessary to live in faith. So that's all I have Amen. Amen, Brother Golden. Thank you for your share tonight. Amen. 
We are so glad that you was able to get so much out of the word, amen. Listen, that's the Holy Spirit working, amen, praise God. When people can receive revelation and get edified, that that means that the word is doing what God sent it it forth to do, amen, praise God, amen. The word cannot come back void. It's going to accomplish what God sends it out to do, amen. Amen. Praise God. Sister Simone, are you sharing tonight? Amen. Can you hear me now? Bless you, woman of God. We hear you. Yes. Well, I, I there's so much happening in my life, but I just want to say that um, sometimes you have faith for so many years, and then bad things happen, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just corner you to a point where you're crying and asking Jesus, you know, why is this happening? Call upon me and I will answer you. And what happens when you don't answer, you know, when you don't get an answer and you have to persist on your faith and you have to keep believing because sometimes God, you know, he's silent in the storm. Mm. That's what's happening to me. I feel... Yeah. Very alone. I know he's with mm-hmm. me, but I'm going through so much, and in the midst of my suffering and mm-hmm. torture, I just call Jesus and I say, "Why? Why is this happening?" And I, I have to be strong because it's very difficult to continue. Jesus, my God, Abba Sunday. And I know mm, the Bible's Jesus. true, and I believe every word from what you do. When you cry, you know, you said, call upon me and I will answer. And when you don't hear him, what do you do? And that's very hard. And I know he's with me, but I am in the desert. I feel like the mm. devil wants to take, you know, my prayer pray a life mm. wants to dry me out like a desert because you suffer so much. You don't even have tears. You don't have, you're just so much pain and mm. you don't understand what's happening and I don't understand the purpose. It's still, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I just <laughs> sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, like him, sometimes go on mm-hmm. in my life. I can't even think straight, but I know the word is true and I, I believe Amen. it with all my heart. <laughs> just, mm. It's just very difficult to persist on your faith and keep your faith when everything is wrong and against you. So I pray and I ask you to pray all pray for me because it's, I'm mm-hmm. going through something very difficult, <laughs> very difficult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's prosecution. And I just mm-hmm. want God to explain to me so I can mm-hmm. understand if it is the beast system, if it is something that's, you know, from the book of Revelation happening to me and it's happening to only me as a Christian and I don't see anybody else. It's so difficult to understand. It's, you know, it's difficult to understand when no one else that you know except other people on the Internet, but people are not going through the same. And, and you just keep asking God, why? You know, and I just want to just pray and, and keep my faith. I don't want to 
I want to go through the fire and come out on the other side with Jesus Christ. I don't want to, you know, let the devil take my heart, you know, my faith. And I'm not giving up. It's just, what do you do when you don't understand? It's just very difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. painful. And I just don't know what else to do, you know. I don't not a sinful life. I don't have, you know, I'm not perfect, but I'm not... I'm not with sin in my life. I just don't understand why is this happening to me mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. do I persist? In, mm-hmm. How do I get rid of this devil, you know, after mm-hmm. me, this beast system after me, mm-hmm. day and night? It's so beyond and above anything mm-hmm. I ever experienced. And I just cried to Jesus on my knees in the midst of, you know, the night and the torch. I just asked God, why? Why? And I don't get an answer. Amen. I don't know why, you know. And I just, Amen. I hurt so much. And I don't want to resent him for letting me go through this because he was tortured. He suffered. And they were supposed to suffer like him. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to make sense of my situation. But mm-hmm. it's very difficult. And yeah. And you know, woman of God, every, everything, everything doesn't make sense. You know, yeah. everything that's happening doesn't always make sense. But I know yeah. that the word of God says that if we meditate on his word day and night, that he will keep our mind in perfect peace, you know. Yeah. I do know that it's mind over matter. Amen. Praise yeah. God. Because God did give me that revelation. Our faith really has to be in the word. And one thing that I do know that if this thing is meant to drive you crazy or, you know, get you to it's deny him, control. it's not It's not working. It's not working. It's, Amen. No, God. I've never denied. The fact I that know you are still real. in your right mind, the fact Amen. that you are still in your right mind, the Holy Ghost is working. Amen. The Amen. fact that you can still be a witness, that's proof that God is with you. I believe that Amen. that is the miracle. Amen. Praise God. The fact Amen. that you that you won't that you won't forsake the assembly of the church. You know, it's like Job wife told him to curse your God and die. Amen. And you refuse to do that. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. And so that is God working. Amen. Praise Amen. God. That's God. Hallelujah, Amen. Jesus. So that believe that He is with you. Amen. 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 You 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 yourself, you are a testimony. Amen. Amen. Praise God. But may the shalom of God. Amen. Amen. May he give you peace. Amen. May the shalom of God surpass every understanding. Amen. Praise God. See, that's the work of the spirit. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so, Lord, I don't even want to understand what's going on with me, but I need your peace. Hallelujah. I need your peace. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. That surpass every understanding. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because when God, when divine peace is at work, Amen. Other things can't work. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And Amen. then comes when, when I can't do nothing because I just need peace. And, and I don't need oh, peace Lord. like the world gives it. Not peace that I get from my husband or from my wife or from my children or from good relationship. I need divine peace. Amen. Amen. I need for heaven to come down and move yeah. on my behalf. Amen. Hallelujah, Amen. Jesus. Amen, beloved, and this is what it's about. Amen. I don't want to understand, Lord. I just want your provision. I need your shalom. I need a miracle. Amen. Praise God. 
Amen. Amen. And we're touching and agreeing with you. And we believe, amen, that it is already so. Hallelujah. Amen. God Hallelujah. is working. He is working. He is working. It didn't take you out. It, listen, it has not triumphed. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank he has not triumphed. He's just suffering, Amen. but he's not going to win. The devil's not going to win. And I know Amen. Jesus is in the boat through the storm. Sometimes he might be Amen. silent, but he's there. So I always think of Amen. this, you know. And he's probably asking, why you have such a little faith? Why don't you just Amen. trust me? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yes. And, and, and beloved, yes. we have to trust him all the way through. We have to keep our confidence in God. Amen. People are Amen. really going through some hard things. Amen. This is why those of us that we may not be going through nothing hard, but I hope you're praying. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. This is what the Bible says, pray without ceasing. Hallelujah. Yes. Don't let it be that we can only pray when we afflicted. Amen. For this is real. Amen. I, I, I feel her pain. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, Amen. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. But we Amen. believe that, 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 that when God says meditate on my word day and night, we believe that perfect peace. Amen. Amen. We believe that. Amen. Hallelujah, Amen. Jesus. We believe that miracles are taking place. Amen. Amen. That this thing ain't overtaking us. Amen. Like she said, yeah, there's some persecution. Can you imagine what Apostle Paul went through with that thorn in his flesh? And he cried unto God, remove it, remove it. It had to be something for him to cry out like that. But what did God say? My grace is sufficient. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I believe that the grace of God is, is sufficient. It's been sufficient for me. Amen. At night sometimes. Amen. Amen. Praise God. When the enemy tried to take your mind, the grace Amen. of God. God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. The affliction Amen. is real, beloved. Amen. Hallelujah. But Amen. God is real. God is real. Amen. Hallelujah. And so I want Amen. to encourage you. We're, we're not the only ones going through. The body of Christ is going through all, all over the world. Amen. Praise God. He said that we will suffer. The Bible says this. Amen. Praise God. Listen, you Amen. cannot have a testimony without a test. Why have Amen. he considered you for such a great thing? Amen. Praise God. Why have he considered you for such a great thing? Amen. Praise God. For his glory. Everybody should not go through what you're going through, but for his glory. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And let's give him the glory. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let's take every opportunity to show our gratitude to him. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Oh, glory to his name. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Bishop Isaac, are you sharing tonight? Mr. Johnson, are you sharing tonight? I just wanted to say I thank God for the word. And I know that we dealt with uh, the gifts of the spirit and the different gifts that I saw that we talked about with the prophecies, the tongues, the interpretation of tongues, the power of faith and everything. And the thing that I saw that everything is birthed in the love of God and the word of God. It all has mm-hmm. to line up. Like you can let everything Amen. be done in decency and order. Mm-hmm. So it all mm-hmm. will line, all of those will line up with the word of God. And even like Amen. you said about in the in how the the Lord said, many gonna say in that day and um I did this and I did that in your name, but he said, I never knew you because mm. we have to have that relationship, an intimate relationship with God, it's it's more than just going to church. It's more than that. It's it's having that intimacy with him when you're home, praying without ceasing, not only for yourself, but interceding for other people. And, you know, I I thank God for the word of God because it it, it builds your faith. And and, Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember the sister's name, but but as you were hearing the word tonight, the enemy don't want you to know, but you were building faith as the word was going forth. Faith was growing up in you. And, Amen. And you have the power and the authority to tell the devil no. We bind Amen. that mind-binding spirit, whatever spirit. In the name of Jesus. You, we bind it in Jesus' name. We take authority over and we cast it out in Jesus' name. It cannot say it cannot continue to to cause you to be like that because you have the power and authority of Jesus Christ to be able to say no God say submit to God the scripture says submit to God resist the devil and he will flee from you amen so you're submitting amen. to God you're submitting yourself to God God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He's right there with you no matter what you go through. God is right there with you. And it's not all the time that we've done something or whatever, but sometimes, like he said with with Job, he he said to Satan, have you considered my my servant? So he may be saying, have you considered her? I already know she's not going to curse me and die. That's my child. She's gonna. She Amen. may go, through, but she's she's gonna stand in faith, knowing that my word is true and that I'm God and I'm right there with you, like you said in the boat. And he's Amen. saying, increase your faith. That means stay more in the word, stay more in prayer, stay in His presence, Amen. even the more, so that Amen. He can continue to show you that it's not just about what you're going through but what you're going through is when you when you go through it and and you're like you you're giving god praise and stuff now your worship worship god that's going to help you to get through this 
and and to be able to just give him the praise because he will be glorified. And then as you go through, then when you overcome, you're going to be able to be able to minister to somebody else the same thing. And I, I, I know about that because I've been there. And so that's why the devil is a liar. He Amen. can't have he our mind. He can't have us because we belong to God. We were bought with a Amen. price. And it, it, he said, I will keep those who want to be kept. So if you want to be kept, then then you stay in your word. You stay in prayer. And you worship God no matter Amen. what. Amen. And you Amen. watch Amen. what God does because Amen. God is faithful. And nothing can overcome you. Amen. You have Amen. to believe that. You have to believe that. That's where the faith come in. All the word we heard tonight was to build our faith to know that there's nothing impossible with God. God is a miracle working God, and He's working a miracle in you right now, even though Amen. you may not even see it. But Amen. God is working a miracle in you because you're still here, and you're still Amen. here, and you're still Amen. saying, "I will not deny Christ." So God yeah. is already working a miracle. Just let Him do it. Amen. Not Lord, not Lord, why me? Lord, thank you that you, you chose me because you knew that I was going to be faithful to you. So Amen. that's a celebration in itself. And no one yes. like what we're going through. I, I went through a time, um, um, Apostle, can I share? Yes. Okay. I went through a time um, where... I was going through um, not persecution because of, uh, but I was going through abuse, and I had given my life to Christ, but God kept me. I said, God, you got to get me out of this. I don't know your situation, but I'm just saying it don't matter what the situation is. When when I was having, um, when I went through something and and I felt like my mind was was leaving because of what I went through, but but God kept me because I stayed in this word. I stayed in his presence. I stayed in worship. And I tell anybody, that is the key of getting out of anything. Amen. The devil can't stay where God is. You start calling Jesus, Amen. Jesus, Jesus, that devil got to flee. You Amen. Amen. Jesus and that Amen. devil going to stay. He has to bow to Amen. the name of Jesus Christ. Every knee must bow. Every knee. Even yes, stand in your authority, sis. Stand in your authority. We we got Amen. you. Back. We praying for you. We be praying with you. Amen. Amen. And you just stay encouraged and know that God loves you. He already Amen. proved it. He went to the cross for you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. We thank God for those words of exhortation and edification. Amen. They came through. Amen. Sister Johnson, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And prophecy must be walked out. With God, the encouragement that you have received today, in order for it to be effectual, you have to walk it out. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And so we, we just thank God, amen, for the grace and the strength upon the woman of God's life to walk it out. Yes. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank God for that, for her to stand firm in the authority and the power of Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. And you, sometimes you have to constantly pray that prayer that every knee shall bow, every knee in the demonic kingdom. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if it, if it is something that is 
how should I put it, um, if the biological warfare is, if the, if, if the warfare is something that you're hearing or something that, you know, is affecting you through um, radioactive, you know how things come through um, mechanics or Thank some you. type of energy. It doesn't matter if it affects you that way. The Bible says every knee, every knee, every knee shall bow. Amen, praise God, every knee. And that is the authority. Amen, praise God. And so we just thank God for being God. We thank him for the invoking of the name of Jesus. Um, Prophetess Deidre Williams, are you sharing tonight? Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Uh, thank you, Apostle. Uh, I, 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 where I came in on, the Apostle is talking and preaching excellent words. Told us to get up. The word is not dead. God is alive. He Amen. is his the word has spoken. If you have the word in you, you have the Holy Ghost in you. Then you have Christ's spirit in you. His word is spirit and life. Your faith is what unlocks the power in the word. Amen. We are here to glorify God. That is why we were created. And we had, okay, and you come in my spirit, this is my, this is my power, says the Lord. When you come in my spirit, this is my power, says the Lord. Mm-hmm. The provisions was made for us at the cross yeah. when Jesus said, it is finished. And he spoke on diverse kinds of tongues. He spoke on the gift of tongues is followed uh, by the gift of interpretation um, delivers the message, the thought, delivers the message of the thought. Amen. Um, I also would just like to say that the Holy Ghost increased my testimony. Um, uh, just to finish up what I learned on tonight, the gift of faith is a power gift. Our mm-hmm. faith increases by hearing the word. It comes by hearing. We get confidence Amen. in the supernatural faith. And I want to move down to the gift of healing. God removes the afflictions. Um and then he also spoke about the differences in the gifts. But I just like to Amen. share that what I got from the Holy Ghost for me is to listen. To listen when we talk about the dead being brought back to life. What I got when I was hearing is that in the Bible when God allowed dead people to come back to life, it was basically for people who had not yet been born of the spirit because the flesh Mm -hmm. um, can comprehend the things of the flesh. But when Mm -hmm. you become a spirit, you comprehend the things of the spirit. So because I'm a new creature in Christ, I am born of the spirit and of the water. And so... When you were speaking about contradictions, 
that's where he, where the Holy Ghost of Jesus Christ, um, they added to my testimony that I am a miracle of God. I am a gift. There may be people who disagree with it, but it doesn't matter. What matters is my faith in what God reveals to me concerning him. Amen. This is part of what um, our sister Johnson was saying earlier, is your, your, your relationship with God. God is the one who pours the increase within us. And our, for me, my fellowship with him is how my faith continues to develop and grow. Whatever gift that he has within me is already there. He continues to develop it through faith in his word when I hear it. And so tonight I can say what I never said before, which is I am a gift. I am a miracle. I am a contradiction. The flesh might tell me, no, you're not, but I say, yes, I am, because I was Mm. once dead in the flesh, but now I'm alive unto God. Amen. And that's my thing. I'm hearing the word on tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So, beloved, we thank God for the different revelations that have come forth. And it's very important that you are getting revelation because that revelation shows that the Holy Spirit is dealing with you. We do teach by the spirit of the word. Amen. Even though there is a lesson that is set forth The Holy Spirit will give you what you need. Amen. Praise God. This is why sometimes we kind of vary from the teach. Amen. Because God is meeting the need of his people. Amen. Praise God. And and he is encouraging you um, through his word. And so it's important that you are getting something. Bring your pens and your paper. Don't get so caught up in your, in, in the reason why you are here so that you could be free from the things that torment you. Amen. Praise God. So if if, if you're not hearing, if if all that was said tonight and you did not hear God, I didn't say hear me. I said if you did not hear God, if you're not leaving away with nothing, you know, then you will stay in your affliction. Amen. Praise God. Bring your things in your paper. Come to get something. Bring your heart. Come to get something from God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Because your provision is in the word. Amen. 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 Sister Debbie, are you sharing tonight? This is the mother-in-law of um, Sister Simone. I don't know what to say, but I'm here. (laughs) Anyway. Praise the Lord. I'm enjoying hearing your um, teaching. Thank you very much for for the word. It's very good. Anyway, Amen. Did you did anything stand out to you, Sister Debbie? Did any portion of it really bless you? Well, the gifts, it's its always good to talk about the gifts. Right. Uh-huh. Amen. Amen. Uh-huh. Well, Sister Debbie, we welcome you. We're glad that you joined us, and we pray that you continue to join us. Amen. Praise God. 
As the Holy Spirit leads you, may you be blessed. Amen? We thank God for your fellowship with us tonight. Amen? Well, thank you for sharing. And it's a very important part of it. Um, I need to um, be more a part of sharing, and it's it's very good for your growth. Amen. It is. Uh Amen. Okay, so we thank God for you. Amen. Sister Simone, is there anyone else from the household that wants to share? Is your I have my father. My husband is not here. I'm with my in-laws tonight, <laughs> and he's at uh, okay. home. But I'm visiting here, and I stay for the Bible study uh, together. We've been sharing the phone. But, um, you know, the, the goodness of these the two people that, you know, I married the son, but mm-hmm. I have to be honest, I married the the family, too. I'm always here. I came to have dinner for a couple hours, and I stayed for the Bible study. Now it's 8 o'clock, and I'm still here. So I'm just uh, thankful uh, for having such an amazing mother and father-in-law. It's a blessing. Amen. I see see the goodness of God, and sometimes I feel, you know, alone, but I'm not alone. You know, I I have him, and I... He gave me a wonderful family, so I can't, I can't complain. I'm very grateful. And uh, my father-in-law prays for two hours in the bedroom. I hear him in the morning. He's such a wonderful Christian man, and he really, really loves Jesus. So I couldn't ask for anybody better to be around. And sometimes I, I forget to go home. I just, you know, visit them and hang out with the, the in-laws. They're so wonderful. So I want to do that. To the Lord for giving them to me and putting me in this, you know, in this family. So, Amen. Well, we thank Amen. God for your being on tonight. Praise God. Prophet Margaret Kavanaugh, are you on tonight? Are you sharing? He had to get off. Okay. Praise God. All right, beloved, we're not going to keep you any longer because the Bible study was a little long tonight, but we thank God for the word and the presence of his spirit, and we thank God for the increase, amen, upon his people, amen. Beloved, amen, you, you, God, the Holy Spirit in you gives you the unction to function, amen. Praise God. As you leave, amen, this service, amen, may you go forth being a witness of Jesus Christ, amen, bringing glory to his name, amen. Serving the Lord, amen. Praise God. So we thank God for you, you, and you tonight. And we will see you all on Sunday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Spirit and Truth Worship Service. Agape love. Agape love. Have a good week. You too. Thank you.